This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Presented by Liquid Spirits Beverage Catering Company. Hey, what's up? Welcome into episode 56 of Small Talk. I'm your host, Michelle Smallman. On deck for you this week, we're going to talk about a football conundrum that I have. Should I go fantasy or should I finally take the plunge and go all in on a team? We're going to discuss that. Plus, it was my birthday and things got weird. And we actually have fans and we met them IRL in real life. But before we do that, let's bring in the guys. Tommy Freeze Pops is here in studio. Tom, what's going on? Don't screw this up. A lot of pressure. All right. So someone <laughs> said that I Already should do the Budweiser. Like, wow. But I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna do that though. I said I'm not gonna do it. Such a. Why was that even a consideration? (laughs) Such a visceral response from Steve here. Yeah, it like peaked all the way on my screen here, Steve. You're you're screwing with my mic levels here. Just no. Like, why would that? Who told you that was a good idea? I forget if it was a tweet or if it was in a review. review. Yeah, review from last week. I saw it somewhere and I was like, ah, they would hate that. So I'm not gonna do that. That's the only thing you could have done that would have made it worse. And he did it. And he did it. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, you know what you did? You you were like, I don't want to do it, but did it anyway. Ah, You you caught me. You caught me. Exactly. No. (laughs) And Steve is obviously here. Steve, hello. Hello. (laughs) Steve, you're ruining our recording here. We're going to have to do some surgery on that that audio bite. I love Steve's clipped hello. Already so annoyed. (laughs) I'm already in a mood. By the way, I wish you guys watched Bravo for so many reasons, but I just wanted to do... Dorinda from the Real Housewives of New York. One of her iconic things is she got blacked out at a lunch one time and wanted someone to shut up and she goes, clamp, clamp. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted Steve to clamp Tom right there so hard. All right, noted. Won't won't do that at the beginning of pods anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to push people away and we have fans. Okay, this is where I want to start. We talked Shockingly. about- we, shock, I, it, it is a shock to me. That we have fans of this podcast awesome. every week. But the fans of this podcast are so cool and normal and awesome. We had a podcast meet up here in St. Louis. We had two listeners who came in from out of town. We had talked about it on the podcast a little bit. We didn't publicize it probably as much as we should have because I'm afraid of murder. I'm yeah, afraid of fair. stalkers and getting killed right. at all times. Right. I've said fair. this before. I watch too much Dateline. Yep. It is a thing. But you know what? I had a live event last week, and I did have someone show up there. A couple guys showed up. Just, It's a very weird thing. I had three different guys show up and say, hey, I just showed up to see what you looked like. And cool. I was like, Yikes. okay, well, you've seen me. Cool. And then one guy stood an arm's length away from me and filmed me on his phone. God. I was like, I'm not a zoo animal. What do you want me to do here? As I'm passing out Cardinals tickets, (laughs) it was so awkward. So, yes, we didn't publicize it as much as we should have because I don't like situations like that. That's extremely fair. Yeah, it's really (laughs) weird. So Tom and I had vetted some people who slid into our DMs and seemed normal and cool and said, hey, we have two podcast listeners. Shout out to them. Awesome. You know who you are. Who were coming from different places to St. Louis. One was from San Diego, another one from West Virginia. And they're like, hey, we're huge fans of the pod and we want to meet up would you guys hang out we're like hell yeah we'll hang out with you we can't believe you like this this bullshit we do every week (laughs) so we met up with them and we had a couple other people show up as well and a couple things from there first of all to everyone that showed up you guys are awesome we had the best time with them these people were so cool so fun so awesome and smart one of the girls sarah who was there is going to michigan to start grad school we could go on and on about these people But I think the more important thing here is that this is a three-person podcast, and Tom and I were there in the flesh, and we had told Steve about this. We said, hey, we're doing a meetup with listeners that like us. We're going to FaceTime you. And you said, yeah, I'm driving back from the Cape. Should be available. FaceTimed him. He totally big-timed us. Totally big-timed the listeners. That's not what happened. (laughs) I mean, some of that is accurate. Explain yourself. I was physically driving back from the Cape, and I don't remember. I didn't see the missed FaceTime call until I got home because I wasn't. We weren't using my phone. We weren't using my phone for the the nav thing, so like I wasn't getting notifications. And again, I was driving. And then by the time we got home, it was like an hour after, and I was like, damn, all right, they're probably already gone. So then I texted you, Michelle, and I was like, my bad. Like, I was busy. Sorry. So I had, I was, it's not like I was just like sleeping on the couch. Like, I was literally doing stuff. So your phone wasn't being used for the nav. So that's no. why you didn't see a notification on, 
on your phone? On the screen. No, I don't. I don't listen, dude. I follow the rules. I don't look at my phone while I drive. Rules well, of the road. Okay, man. so for the entirety of a ride from the Cape all the way to Central Connecticut, you didn't look at your phone screen once. Well, I think to it was within the notification last, of a face. I think it was within the last hour of the drive because. I didn't, like I said, I didn't notice it until I picked my phone up when we pulled in and then I texted Michelle and it was about an hour. I missed it about an hour. So I, I just, listen, I just put the phone like in front of me. It must have been face down. I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't see it going off. Again, I was driving. <laughs> you should have texted Maddie, You're Michelle. Right. I was probably like, texting Maddie about hey, something else anyway. <laughs> like tell Steve to like get off his ass and like, you know, pick up the phone, even though I was literally again doing something. She would have 100% called and been like, yes, let's do this. We and were how- busy socializing. Yeah, we were chatting. We were drinking beers. Someone at the meetup did suggest, though, they said, why don't you FaceTime or call Rosillo and <laughs> ask Rosillo to call Steve? I bet he'll pick up Rosillo's no. FaceTime. Oh, no. <laughs> and I said, wow. you know what? That's probably right. But then Put me on the spot. Tom and I would know where we stand in the rankings, and we just can't have that. <laughs> right. Like, would know- Ryan have picked up, though? Exactly. Ryan I was just going to say, that would have required Ryan to pick up a FaceTime. Oh, of course yeah, not. Which wouldn't have happened. And yeah, then I'm sitting no there way. 0 for 2 of people that I claim to know and that are my friends that blatantly ignored my FaceTime. Right. Listen, Table full how of can people. I make this better? What could I do? Could I, I could tell, uh, listen, we can do an Ask Me Anything. What do we want to do? Ooh, done. An AMA easy. with Saruti. Next time we're doing the pod. <laughs> e- done. Okay, done. send us done your questions. Done. Send them to Tom and I on Instagram. Yep. Any question you have for Steve, he has to ask anything. <laughs> AMA, baby. Yep. AMA. Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> I have some questions myself. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we can do some questions as well. Maybe we'll get some Fine. celebrity questions in as well. Yeah, we'll this we'll is really, better really... than meeting me in person. <laughs> it's not. Or even on FaceTime. FaceTime is better because Steve would have been so awkward. He would have been like, what's up? Hey. I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah. yeah. I would just be like, Thank, all right. Thanks for listening, cool, cool. period. Yeah, no, this is no, this <laughs> cool, is definitely Michelle, better. Take over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so then you're you welcome. <laughs> Steve, what are the chances that you would have pretended during that FaceTime had you picked up that you were going through bad service and hung up so that you didn't 100%. have to do it? It is kind of bad service yeah. on that drive, though. I've done it many times. Like the, yeah. the between Boston and Connecticut. Really bad Yeah, it's service. not great. I will it's, give you that. You're on 90. Yeah, you're on 90, and it's like, where are we? I'm in the middle of Massachusetts. I don't yeah. know any of these towns. It's a weird spot. Over dude. near like Sturbridge. Not great. Yeah, that's right before you get into Connecticut. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> it's a weird. That's by the way, Sturbridge. Tom, did you go there for Sturbridge like high Village? School trips of course, and stuff? yeah. Yeah, so that's where like everybody went for I don't know high school, middle school, like field trips. It's basically like this old what was it, Pilgrim Town that yeah. like they've sort Pilgrim of kept. Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, legit. Wait, what? Do you... Elaborate, please. Pilgrim Town. Yeah, so Sturbridge is like in the middle of Central Mass, <laughs> but it's like kind of a wannabe Plymouth. You know how Plymouth have have the the Pilgrims, right? Sturbridge could never be Plymouth. Sturbridge never. is actually better than Plymouth. Hot take. Sturbridge Village is better than the Plymouth Pilgrims. Yep. You heard it here. Yeah, basically just like a bunch of people churning butter and like wearing dresses. <laughs> yeah. and... Are they Amish? No, they're in no, character. They're, they're, pretending... they're actors. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're actors. Mm-hmm. They're not actual pilgrims. Right. Well, they know when they're in yeah. character, they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you like walk around different houses so and see like... how people live when they came to America. Mm-hmm. They're in the back like chopping wood and yeah, oh, they're like hand yes. washing stuff on one of those washboards. Yeah, all I remember is churning butter and I was like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and, then you, and then for wow, some reason, sucks. like the only thing they have is rock candy there. Yeah. And well, no, the, the, mm. the toys at the toy Which shop are really cool. Uh, they, did well, the pilgrims have rock candy? <laughs> I guess they don't seem very authentic. They're not that cool. You're right. I would. Doubt that they had rock candy, but hey, maybe that's some weird form of pilgrim rock candy. I don't know. You know, if you're going, rock candy's terrible anyway. You know what? I agree. As someone that loves candy, I'm a big purveyor of candies. Rock candy's terrible. You're a big candy person. Oh my god, I live for candy. Really? How do you not? Oh about yeah, I me? guess yeah. You eat the fruities during the blues games. Oh my okay. god, yep, putting two to two together. Yeah. I love. Yeah, candy. Yeah, you know, Tom, not not a big sweets guy. Never have been. Everybody knows. Speaking of that. Tom has been exposed. We already know Tom's a big sweets guy, but <laughs> no, yesterday not. really, really tipped the scales, <laughs> at least for me. So yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank HBD. you. Thank you. <laughs> our co- <laughs> we'll get more. We'll get into, get into that, into that in a second. Yeah. Okay, so our colleague Randy Carricker, who's my friend, my mentor. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. You've heard him, on, you've heard him here, bashing the Rams. His birthday is a few days after mine, so we're kind of birthday buddies. We're both Leos. And he always remembers my birthday because when I was his producer, I used to love to bake. I, I you know. I, I don't know. I went through this stage where I just like loved to bake, but I wouldn't want all these Nutella cookies just chilling around the house. So I'd bring it into the guys all the time. So I would bake for their birthdays and then he baked something for my birthday. And so the tradition continues. So I had totally forgotten about it because as you get older, you don't really care about your birthday as much. And you we're going to talk about that, too. But so it's commercial break. Randy busts in the studio with a cake that he had baked on his grill, by the way, <laughs> which is 
So confusing mm. to me how you can bake a cake on the grill. I spent about 45 minutes yesterday doing a YouTube deep dive on how this is possible because it's one of the best cakes I've ever had. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. But what, he, What's so good about the grill? I don't get it. Like, it's why? the temperature. It's the way the heat impacts the cake. It makes it super dense yet moist and fluffy. It's kind of hard to explain until you have it, but it was really Grilled good. Cake. Grilled cake, like you could do it on the big green egg, various grills. So he comes in, he he sings happy birthday, whatever, whatever. I sang as well. Tom sang as well. There's a video on my my Instagram. It was so awkward. (laughs) Because until that moment, Tom didn't know it was my birthday. (laughs) So he sees Randy come in with the cake. Randy starts singing and Tom goes, oh shit, it's your birthday? And then mid- Oh, shit, it's your birthday, jumps into the happy birthday song. Respect. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. Had to be a part of the team. Yeah, he was all about it after that. So Randy leaves. We do the next segment of the show as soon as we go to commercial break. I'm talking the second we go to commercial break. The door flies open to the studio. Tom scurries in, and he's like, yo, I'm not a big sweets guy, but can I get a piece of that cake? Mind you, this is before I had even taken a bite myself. We hadn't even cut into the cake, and Tom is foaming at the mouth trying to get a piece of this cake. Okay, uh, I'm going to defend myself here. So, as you said, it was a grilled cake. I was very curious at how a grilled cake would taste. And it was a grilled carrot cake. And if I'm going to eat cake, I'm doing carrot cake. So not only was it a unique cake, it's the type of cake that I will splurge for. So it was it was the best of both worlds. And I just really wanted to celebrate you, Michelle. You, you didn't know? even know it was my birthday, Tom. <laughs> and not to mention, you didn't come in and say, oh, it's your birthday. Why don't you have a piece first? <laughs> you were literally a rabid animal saying, hey, yo, yo, like a fiend, like a crackhead. Can I get a piece of that cake? Can I get a bite of that cake? It was a unique cake. I needed to try the unique cake. So my birthday cake, Tom got the first bite. Of course. Yeah. Not a sweets guy. Not a sweets guy. Never have been. I, it, you know what? If it was between- what, are, when are you going to drop this act? Like, I mean, what, it's what are, honestly absurd at this point that you even peddle these lies to us. If you had the grilled cake on the counter and a uh, stack of ribs right next to it, both cooked on grills, I'd go ribs over cake. I'm not a big sweets guy. I'm going savory over sweet. Just because you would choose something above the cake does not mean that you're not a sweets guy. I've watched you consume sweets often. <laughs> Look, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just not a big sweets guy. It is what it is. I can't anymore. I really can't. I mean, Steve, do you see what I'm dealing with? Never here? have been. I get your thing. I do love carrot cake, though, so that is an interesting yeah. little twist. Steve, for this that. was the best carrot cake I've ever had in my Bomb life. Carrot cake, cake. Sneaky best cake. So mm, I, I, I get it. I get it, Tom. But at the, the end best. of the day, at the end of the day, Tom, like, you got to let the person whose birthday it is have the first slice. I thought she had already had one. It's a pretty clear. The cake rule. was intact in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty obvious to tell if someone's taken a slice of the cake. No, no, you're right. It was, but I mean, like, I thought you maybe had one during the segment. So when I came in and like went in hot, I came in thinking, (laughs) oh, there's already going to be one cut. So by the time I get to the cake, I can say, oh, can I get a piece? And there will already be one cut. I didn't. I didn't like look at the cake first. You know what I mean. So you thought during the eight to ten minutes that I was on the air talking about the Cardinals that I was also cutting (laughs) and consuming a piece of cake. You know, you know dude. thinking isn't really my strongest <laughs> suit sometimes. And yeah, I guess I didn't think that all the way through. I thought you'd crushed a piece during the segment. I don't fair, know. fair. Yeah. All right. Honest you, mistake. Also, as my producer, you probably would have heard me chomping on the air. Yeah, but you are a pro, so I don't know. You could maybe look. Way to butter me up. Known how to eat a cake during <laughs> yeah, the segment. You're just so talented. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> look, I mean, look, I, I was just trying to eat the birthday cake and celebrate Michelle. What does it say about our relationship that Tom did not know it was my birthday and Steve sent me my favorite birthday text of the day? <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Can I tell you what Steve's text was? Sure. All lowercase, yo, four O's, HBD. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, HBD. Well, because I don't know. You know me. Concise. The fact that yeah. Steve even sent the text tells you that we are really <laughs> friends. I got that text and I laughed out loud so hard. <laughs> Nothing encapsulates Steve more than the yo HBD birthday text. Yeah, because I don't know. Like, what am, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to do the happy birthday with like you know, a bunch of emojis of like exploding. You know, whatever. No confetti and confetti. Yeah, or like you know, exclamation points or yeah. whatever. I'm just not that you know that's not me. I, I don't know. even like birthdays. I birthdays know. are annoying to me. They're totally. just uncomfortable, really, especially at this age now. Totally. And so I just, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge that I knew it was your birthday, <laughs> but not be overly excited. <laughs> I would like to state for the record, I did not receive a birthday text from either one of you. 
So what well, does that say? Huh? So here's here's I don't know when your birthday is, Tom, and <laughs> it passed. I, 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 and I wouldn't even take that as a. That's not even me like being disrespectful or whatever. I don't know most people's birthdays. Same. I think the reason I knew it was Michelle's birthday was because Maddie, like the week before. Was like, oh, is it Michelle's birthday? Maddie's my wife, obviously. And she was like, when is it? When is it? When is it? And she ended up being like, okay, no, it's this date. And I was like, okay. So it was just in my mind. And then I think I saw her Instagram story. And I was like, okay, it's definitely her birthday today, obviously. <laughs> so I should probably shoot her a text. So if I didn't see those things, I probably wouldn't have known. Fair. Yeah. I, I don't I know, expect like, you to know. I know a couple of my friends' birthdays, and that's about it. How and my many? Fa- and, and like intimate family. Uh, Probably, a, a, I don't know, four or five. Actually. I know your birthday, Steve. What is it? November twenty third. Mm, correct. Wow. Tom, I just looked, I, I just looked I'm it up a, on oh, Facebook. I was going to say, I so just it you know a lot of birthdays. I knew it was November because I. Do you rem- have any, don't look it up. Do you know when Tom's is? Ooh, you probably don't want to take a I, I know it's I June. Yes, I know I it's in say June, June. First mm-hmm. week of June. Okay, I did Second not. Second week. I, no, that's Michelle's guess. All right, what's Rudy's? I was going to say uh, I. I thought it was going to June, so that would have been the month I would guess. I don't know the day. I'll say June. Sixth. Okay, uh, you're both wrong. June 25th. Ooh. Oh, but we got okay. the month right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Congratulations, you got the month yeah. right. I knew Steve's yeah. was in late November. I didn't know the exact date, but I do remember celebrating Steve's birthday when we worked together, and remembering in that moment how poetic that Steve, who loves layers and fall, was born oh, in yeah. November. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's I remember that fact. Christmas, I love when my birthday is. Christmas is Same. my half birthday. That's how I tell people oh, I remember interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I get gifts every six months. That's what I used to say. I as don't a kid. celebrate my half birthday, but my yeah. half birthday is the day after or the day before Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. So you get candy every six months, potentially. Yeah, I just love candy. It'd be a good or a bad day, depending <laughs> on how it's going. Mm. You know, it's interesting. God, birthdays are so weird as you get older. I, I mean, it's so bizarre. So my birthday, August thirteenth. You can send me gifts, or more importantly, donate to the charity that I'm supporting. Nice. Yeah, everyone was like, what do you want for your birthday this year? I'm like, donate to this charity. Honestly, at this stage of the game, I feel weird getting gifts. 100%. I'm a self-sustaining adult. If I want to buy something, I'm going to buy it. Right. If you're in a relationship with someone, or it's like your parents or whatever, and they want to give you something, usually it's more thoughtful at this stage in the game. Or it's a necessity. For instance, my dad, I've been bitching and complaining about my cable so much. My dad's like... I bought you an Apple TV for your birthday. Shut the hell up. That's awesome. But you know what I mean? Right. That's It's more like practical. practical. Yep. And so people were like, oh, we should get you something for your birthday. I'm like, I'm running all these half marathons for this charity. Please donate to the Little Bit Foundation. There's all these kids in St. Louis that don't have school supplies. Please help them out. <laughs> but my birthday is August 13th. And every year it was the week or weekend right before people went back to school. Mm-hmm. So we would always... My friends and I have a huge blowout birthday party for me. And it wasn't just me. It was for everybody. It was like we're unleashing one last time for the summer before we go back. So I think my friends still have that ingrained in them to be like, oh, it's Michelle's birthday. We may be married with kids, but let's do something. We're going to go out. And I just this year didn't want to do anything. I don't know what it was. My birthday fell on a Tuesday, which is lame. That's the worst day of the week to have a birthday. You got you got to go to work. And we get up so early. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do anything. But I just thought to myself yesterday... I thought, is this it for the rest of my life? <laughs> Are my birthdays just going to be insignificant and over? And then from now on, it's going to be oh, 40 or 50 or 60 or whatever, where it's you're going to celebrate it because it's a milestone, but you're secretly depressed inside. Mm. Is yeah, this what we say, have left? The benchmarks are Once fun, Once you though. hit 30, birthdays are kind of inconsequential, no? But I just don't care about it. It's not that they're depressing. I don't like being the center of attention on things, and mm-hmm. so that's certainly like a tick for me. Like, I just hate, like, my wedding was, I that was, a, I mean, it was like my nightmare. Not It was a great <laughs> day, but, like, I just don't like, I don't like being, I don't like, like, having to talk to a billion, a billion people and chit-chat and this, this, and that, and everyone talking about me. I just don't like that. So I just, ever since, like, 21, I feel like I've just ignored most of my birthdays. I, it was funny Recently, my mom was talking about like how one of her friends was like planning on throwing a surprise 30th birthday party for their son or something. And I was like, Mom, if you do that, I will kill you. <laughs> that is the worst thing you can do to me. <laughs> like literally is throw me a surprise birthday party in my 30s. Yeah, I wouldn't want a surprise birthday party thrown no. by my parents either. Like, no no offense. I love my parents, but if I'm going to rage for my birthday party, it's not like a night that I'd want my parents to be, like, out with me at the bar, like, getting blackout drunk. You, yeah. know? you know what I want for my birthday? Just to be left alone for a little bit. How about that? <laughs> yeah, my birthday? You know, we <laughs> did- some alone time. <laughs> Yo, HBD, I won't talk to you for the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah just leave me alone. Just I, It was the same for me this year, though. Like, and, you know, I'm a little no- younger than you guys, but I, ju- I just wanted to have dinner with my parents. I mean, I, I was home on the East Coast. And people were around, but I was just like, 
I just want my mom's lasagna and to hang out. And that's what we did. And my, my and best it's probably friend, a great ass it day. It was awesome. My grandma came, my aunt came over. We just ate some lasagna and chilled. And then my best friend Ben Potter came by. Shout out to Ben, listener of the pod, asked me to be his best man on his uh nice. my birthday. So that was a nice little birthday gift. Oh, right, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. So it was a nice day. Had some whiskey at the end of the night. It was good. Yeah, see last year, even last year though, I celebrated my birthday a lot. We went to this great hotel in St. Louis, the Cheshire, and we rented these cabanas. We had a huge pool day, Sunday fun day. Everybody turned up, like turned all the way up. Oh. And it was really fun. White but Claws out? This was pre-White Claws. <laughs> oh, okay. White Claws a new thing. This was, I was still in the rosé days back then, okay? <laughs> Come on, this was pre-White Claw. Get it right. Pretty white, yes. <laughs> it was It was white either way. I yes. can promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even last year. So I think the precedent up until this year had been set by my friends. Like, yeah, Michelle's birthday is a day we're really going to go for it. Not this year. Mm. I know. And oh. now I'm feeling a little badly about it. Did I let my friends down? But once your birthday is the day that everybody kind of rages, there's that expectation set. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of effort and work. That makes sense. Are we just boring, though? Are the three of us just kind of boring? Yeah, you guys, are we getting boring in old age? What's happening? <laughs> the older I get, the less interaction I want. Like, you know what I mean, though? You know, like, I have my friends. If I see them, that's really cool. A lot of them don't live around here anymore, though, so that's fine. And I, I just, I don't know. Like, I'll go out and get a nice dinner or something. That's cool with, like, my wife. But I'm not trying to make it this big thing. And I feel like there are still people... It's somewhat okay if girls do it, but if like if you're a dude and you're like really blowing out your birthday, especially post twenty one, I don't know, man. What about twenty five? Like, that's worse. I mean, if <laughs> if it's post twenty five, like you need to like, what are you doing? Like, just you need to be relaxed. Like, you don't need to throw these bangers for yourself and like have everyone, you know, be like, I don't know. I, I that just makes me uncomfortable. But I've never I've never liked it to begin with. So I guess maybe that's just me. I also think it's really bizarre on your birthday now in the social media era. You have all these people that you don't really know shouting you out on Facebook. Happy birthday. Hope you're doing as amazing as you are. (laughs) And you're like, I'm not going to respond to you. No, I know. I don't know what to say to you, but but thank you for acknowledging that I was born this day. But what about this? (laughs) Now, that has sort of evolved into now the, and Maddie did this to you, is like the Instagram story homage, right? Where like, I I need to post. It was beautiful. And I I didn't, I haven't (laughs) even talked about this with my wife, Maddie, yet, but I was like, Maddie, like, is that, that like I I should have made fun of her for that right? Like, that no, was no, it was so sweet. And she's not the only one. Girls not, love like, to do that. Girls like, love like to every take girl over I'm their friends Instagram with story. Does that for their friend? It's a nice it's a nice gesture, I think. But you only do it for people you're super close to. Yeah, that's yeah. the difference. That's Reggie true. from high school. I'm not putting together a montage. I don't <laughs> even know I, anyone named Reggie. What if I just do to you, Michelle? What if I was like Michelle BFFs? Oh my God! Thanks for being there for me. Day one. What's up? I would miss you. Die. Uh, all like four different pictures as like a story. I, Steve, I would have died. First of all, <laughs> I don't even think you have four photos of us together. <laughs> that's, that's probably we, true. we have no pictures together, the three of us, pretty much. No, we have one. I found it the other day. It was at when, yeah. what was that Irish bar that was? Oh, McLaren's. Mc- Downtown West Hartford. Yeah, that place yeah. sucks. When were we at McClellan's? It was at, I think it was Jung's going away party. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Interesting. And we took a photo together, the three of us. <laughs> Good. I'm glad one exists. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. <laughs> I'm sure I looked really you sober. Just have people Photoshop photos of us, like, you know, a photo of you <laughs> and Tom, and you can just Photoshop my face into it, or like me and Michelle and Photoshop Tom's face into it. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. It would be great. But I, I have a ton of Steve and I on the road. Not, oh, that makes sense. Not yeah. Steve and I together. The only solo photo that Steve and I have together. This is so funny because I was going back to look. Someone Steve asked me about Madison, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to." I was trying the to best. tell. This was at the pod meetup. Pod meetup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we were talking about great college sports environments. We were talking about Madison and how we almost lost you in Madison. How I didn't think you were going to get on the plane to come home because you fell I, in love with it so much. I didn't either. Yeah. And I was going back because I was trying to talk about Wando's with those fish bowls. And the only solo oh, that's right. photo that exists of Steve and I is, and we were barely friends at this point, is the two of us simultaneously drinking out of this Wando's fishbowl. Yeah, probably not super sober either. <laughs> no. But honestly, I should post that because- You should. I think if anyone was like, oh, Michelle, Steve, you two get together for a photo, we'd be like, what? <laughs> but they were like, document how big this fishbowl is. And we're like, yes. Who took that picture? I, it must have been Rosillo because no one else was with us. <laughs> yeah, That's weird. Say, like, That's weird to think. Well, think about hey, that. Hey, guys, get together and take a pic. 
Or no, did you yeah, ask him? I to, do like, remember that though. I can't see Ryan vividly doing that. Did you ask Ryan to take a picture? You Would you ask Ryan? One hundred percent. Or was it somebody I, at Wando? It had to be a like stranger? it couldn't have been Ryan. It could not have. Ryan That's what would, I'm saying. Been, we would have been so awkward to ask Ryan to take a picture. I actually asked Ryan to take a picture of me once with with How a did guest. That go over? <laughs> and he did was it. it. With Rick Ross? Who was no, the guest? It was uh, with the part of my take guys. I wanted oh, to pick nice. with them, and we were walking down the hallway. Oh, and they were was about he to so leave. annoyed that and I was you like, asked? "Hey, Ryan, can you take a picture of me with the guys?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. And then he took like two, and they were they were okay, but I could tell he was really really mad at me. Oh for yeah. Yeah, of I course he was mad. It's company policy. We're not supposed to take photos with I the guests. I wanted some pics with the guys. Yeah, but that company policy like doesn't even matter. People no, do that all the time. Also, it's partial. Like they're, they're cool as hell. They didn't care. Right. I could tell yeah. Ryan was annoyed. I felt st- I felt afterwards like, damn it, why'd you do that? One of my biggest regrets, and I think Michelle probably knows this, is I was off the day Rick Ross came in studio. I still can't believe yeah. that you were off that day. I know. I thought about just coming in, and I was like, no, you're <laughs> off. Like, Take the day off, damn it. And I'm like, but I really want to see. What a miss by you. Ricky Rose in, in Live in the Flesh. but no. And he did the iconic Gronk quote where he pretended. Oh. <laughs> Viking where, from the mountains. Where he was talking about spraying champagne all over Gronk. I mean, honestly, Steve, you should have come in that day for no other reason than I've never seen Rosello that happy. Yeah, I, I I was really conflicted, you know that. I know you were. I know you were. You had some shit going on, though, I remember. You were busy that day. I know, I forget. It was like the what, middle of the week, you had some stuff going on. I know, there was something that I had to do that day. Yeah, and I was you, like, and you I was like couldn't get out of it. Was it jury duty? And I was really upset because, the, honestly, of, of all the people that have come through ESPN, like, I don't really even care. Not, not, all right, this is going to sound like dumb and rude, but like I, I don't necessarily care about the sports people. I it's don't either. the people outside of oh, sports. Yeah. And the two people that I would have loved to have met, one would have been Rick Ross, and one I did meet was Jake Gyllenhaal. And Jake Gyllenhaal had a good 15-minute conversation in the old Mike and Mike studios. Hot. And, like, I, to the point where I literally thought about, like, hey, dude, like, we should, like, get beers later and hang out. Because, like, it it went well. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> How'd you meet with Jake go? It went well. It went really well. We just t- We just chatted you, very easily for 15 minutes. I could totally see you two being bros. Yeah, for sure. I immediately, like, was like, this is my dude. I mean, I liked him before that. It was right around when Southpaw came out. Which we, I think we ended up seeing. I, yeah, I saw the night before or two nights before because they had like a free screening for ESPN people. Sick flex. And yeah, what's up, NBD? And I was like, dude, movie was awesome. Like, huge <laughs> fan. Donnie Darko, what's up? Like, and he was all about it. And I don't even remember. We, we started talking about a little bit of sports, a little bit of life, uh, be, a lot of beard talk for sure, a lot of hair talk. I was going to say hair, hair talk, back definitely. Then. Yeah. So we, I, listen, I, I was legitimately going to be like, dude, here's my number. Like, if you're around later, like, let's go to downtown West Hartford, you and me, grab a grab Bartaco, a scotch some marks. Definitely. Um, Have you guys seen the video of him? He's on a British talk show, and they're doing basically overrated, underrated, properly rated. And somebody says that Sean Paul is overrated, and he goes bananas. And he's like, "This that is so disrespectful. Sean Paul is unbelievable. He makes every song he's on fire. The way that he answered that question, I was like, is that Steve Cerruti? Yeah. 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 Wow. My dude. Doppelganger of a person. Uh, and looks, I, I'd like to say. I've modeled my look after Jake Gyllenhaal. I oh, told you've him that curated like, it after Jake? Interesting. Well, he's had a lot of looks, but he's had a bun, he's had a beard. You know what? Had you've had a lot of looks. And I know. So I kind of like to move around just like Jake does. He's my inspiration, my hairspiration. Did I tell you guys my Sean Paul story? No. So, oh, my God, no. Sean Paul story. <laughs> no, it's, it's, so it's, nervous it's and nothing excited. that crazy, but uh, in college, I tweeted something like, whatever happened at Sean Paul? <laughs> and in response to it, he followed me. That was his way of being like, what's up? I'm still here. And for a while, Sean Paul followed me on Twitter. Never, you know, liked anything or retweeted anything. Sean Paul? Sean Paul. Is he one of those people that follows like 100 million I for, people? Though? I forget, but it Is was funny. Is this a Tay Diggs scenario? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Let me check that. But he, uh, yeah, I said, whatever happened to Sean Paul? And his response, like yeah. two minutes later, followed me. And no. Well, and no, I was like, wow, all right. Sean Paul's still here. What's no up? words. No tweet back. Nothing. Nope. Wow, that's he kind of a power move. I kind of respect the hell out of that. He follows seven thousand five hundred people. That's not terrible. That's not that, Wait, yeah, that's not that wow. many people. One point three million. His his Twitter handle is at Duddy Paul. D U T T Y. John Paul looks better now than he did ten years What's ago. What's Duddy? He really does actually. He's. I like the bald look for him with the oversized yeah, glasses. That's that's a good look for Sean Paul. Duddy. The more you know, yeah, you guys. Know, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Duddy is literally dirty, pronounced with a West Indian accent. <laughs> oh, okay. Duddy oh, means right, dirty. Sense. Yeah. Dirty so, Paul. Dirty Paul. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Follow you on Twitter. What's yeah. up? <laughs> Has since unfollowed me. Didn't like the content. All right. <laughs> you know what? 
I would have unfollowed too. <laughs> very fair. Very Heavy fair. New England. Yep. Okay, so Steve's celebrity moment at ESPN was Jake Gyllenhaal. Yours was Barstool. Well, you've had a few. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I've had a few. My honestly, the one where I became boys with the dude right away. You're gonna remember this, Willie Cologne, my guy. Oh my god, I've From never seen two people bro out <laughs> yeah, as quickly as you intense. and Willie. Like within five minutes, we were boys. Big well, dudes, they just stick together. To be fair, within minutes, Willie was boys with all of us. Yeah, it's good point. It's good true. point. Right on mixtape, like it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, his mixtape was awesome. I still <laughs> have that in my car. So do I. We've got to get <laughs> Willie Cologne on this podcast. Willie Cologne walked in. It was Jersey Day. Yeah, and remember he had this huge this. This watch that he had on was bigger than my face. I literally put it on and could move it all the way up to my elbow. Yeah. Macho that Man Randy Savage glasses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He came in bearing gifts. He's like, yep. yo, I just got back from my bachelor party in yeah. Puerto Rico. Here's a mixtape. We were like, put that <laughs> shit on. Yeah. Just we were, an incredible human being. We were really. bumping that in the studio. Oh, my God. It was the French Montana unforgettable <laughs> reggae remix. I think it was so That was good. the only selfie I've taken in my life that I wasn't pissed off about. Yes. Was the four of us in the studio Great on selfie. Jersey Day with the... Uh, with the Ric Flair glasses. Because it was our, our album, our mixtape cover. Yeah. Our album cover. It was great. <laughs> and that was at the time when they were trying to figure out who Ryan's partner was going to be. And I'm pretty sure after like 15 minutes, we're all like, it's got to be Willie Cologne. Right. We, we were, were, in. were so in on Willie Cologne. Yep. <laughs> and then I took a photo. 10-year deal. Sign him up. <laughs> you know what? Six mil a year. He's worth every pet. Honestly, though, if Willie Cologne could do a show unfiltered where he could say whatever he wanted, I would listen to it every day. Well, that's what day. he does on Barstool in the mornings. Okay, I mean, so maybe I don't listen. I every have, day. Well, it's during our show. <laughs> I was going to say I've never listened to it. Obviously, it's at a, it's at the same time as our show. But I have to imagine he's so reckless on that thing. He has to be. His off-air stories were legendary, insane. I watch his social content, which I really appreciate. <laughs> also he's, out of this world. He's doing these great videos of places to go in New York yeah. and cocktails. It's really good. He's really talented. But I also did take a photo that day of the two of you guys walking to the calf together. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just two. I mean, you guys, the two of you barely cleared the entryway to the calf. <laughs> two huge guys just barreling towards Taco Thursday. Yes. Yeah, we crushed burritos that day. I think, yeah, Willie was like legitimately one of the biggest people I've ever seen in person in my life. Big For man. sure. He's huge. Yeah, his chest is fucking massive. Like he and Damien Woody, like those are two of the, I mean, they're just, oh, they're yeah. just like offensive linemen. They're just like big, tall dudes. Yeah, D. Wood is insanely big. Did you just call him D. Wood? Steve, like, are, are you on like a yeah? Is this a nickname that you have? Like, are you close with him? Well, he played for the Pats. He played for he played for the Pats and BC. So you know, here I have an affinity for D Wood. No one calls him D Wood. Uh, but he's a guy that I tried to be friendly with at BC at, at, at BC at ESPN, and he didn't really want to be friends with me. I could. You know what's well, funny? He was cool, Steve and I. Nah, he did, he's, I was going to say, he's a great dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, it's, maybe it's an, off, it's an offensive lineman thing. They just like make the coolest people. So DeMarco Farr, shout out to DeMarco, who played for the Rams here in St. Louis. I used to be his producer. And he always told me, he's like, you have to marry an offensive lineman. And That's I was your like, dream. It's my, and I go, that is my dream. Well, we tried. <laughs> and he, I know. But he was like, I just picture you with that guy. He's like, you love to cook. You love to bake. You just feed him all the time. They're the type of guys that are just like pop in any situation and are the fun loving guys, but they don't have the ego that a lot of other players do. He was like, I need you to marry an offensive lineman. And I was sense. like, me too. I think that that would be great. Look it up. You know who's also numbers. awesome that's like that? Jeff Saturday. Another Love great Jeff dude. Saturday. Like, he great actually dude. is my, maybe my favorite talent to just bullshit with off the air. He's, he's a just, great dude. You wouldn't yep. know he's a, like a, a professional, you know, former professional athlete or a famous person. He's just like a normal ass dude. He's great. Yeah. Love those guys. There's a theme here. Offensive lineman. I guess just make the stink. You know, Another great yeah, guy. Yeah, Slareth was a great dude. Yeah. I, know. I know he's been catching some heat on Levitard show recently, but he is a <laughs> Man great 101. dude. Man 101. Yep. Those videos are hilarious. Like, I, I don't know. They're awesome. I like them. Like, I, I, I don't. I mean, he's probably talking directly at me, but I, I, <laughs> I, I think they're funny as hell. Uh, really, Steve, you think that you could uh, benefit from some Man 101? <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't like taking care of my lawn, but he's out there, like, mowing his lawn twice a day, basically, like, you know, doing all this landscaping work, and I'm, like, you know, right. yelling at millennials for, you know, paying people to do that. I'm like, no, dude, I don't want to mow my lawn. Come on. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, you don't? Because you chastised me telling me it was a workout. It is a workout. Mm. I don't like doing it. <laughs> Necessary <laughs> evil, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that could be, it could be both. I'm trying to think if there was anyone that came through ESPN other than Rick Ross and T.I., which we've already covered, that I was so hyped about. I mean, Jessica Alba. 
Oh, Tom was pumped for Jessica. He wore yeah. a suit. I that wasn't day. that pumped for Jessica. Alba. <laughs> I yeah. wasn't that pumped for her either. She was very beautiful and very sweet, but you know, yeah. not. I'm gonna rearrange my plans to make sure I'm in the studio for this one. <laughs> I'm trying to think though. Was there anyone else that I was like, I have to be there that day? Hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, nothing. It's mostly actors and musicians that really move the needle. I don't think there's any other. Oh, like, you want to know one that I was super pumped about? This was before I worked with you, Steve. I was so pumped when Birdman came in. Oh yeah, I didn't. We didn't do the Birdman one, but and Birdman had yeah. to use my headphones. Oh my, wait, no, we did do Birdman. The That's pink right, ones? Uh, no, those were my gold beats. Ah, uh, okay. But here's why I was pumped for Birdman. First of all, because it's Birdman. Yep. Second of all, because I knew he would be iced from head to toe, and I wanted to inspect the jewels. Third of all, he had an yeah. Alexander McQueen scarf on, and I really ap- appreciate a man confident enough to rock a scarf. Mm. Indoor mm-hmm. scarf is tough. Yeah, and it was in the summertime, too. Hot. Yeah, it's literally. Yeah. So I was pumped for Birdman. I can't really think of anything. Did you ask else. him about, I think that was like right around when he like made up with Lil Wayne, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? D- didn't want to talk about that, I don't think. Yeah, but didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. 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 Did you ask him about Manny Fresh? I I didn't do the interview with Izzy and Sedano, so I would have loved to ask about Manny Fresh. I would have loved to ask about this suitcase full of a million full of a million dollars. I would have loved to just be like, you know, rumor swirling. Did you try to kill Lil Wayne? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Tell me what the deal is. Also, can I have your bracelet? These are things we would have talked about. Yeah. Did you put some respect on his name? <laughs> <laughs> Hate you. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my favorite clip ever, though. Come on, that was funny. Respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Here we go, Tom. <laughs> anyway. I was excited to meet Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, when he was in. Oh, you would be. He wasn't yep, really yep. friendly. He was not pleased to be called Marky Mark. No. Not a friendly guy. He's like too jacked, too. I feel like he's I intense. thought you were going to say too little. He is small. No. No. Well, he's... No, I mean, listen, he's not tall, but he's like... He was just like too big. He was too... He, you know, his mu- his arm muscles were too big. I, I just feel like great. at some point, like, well, mm, mm. I don't. What? know. I feel like at what some point, you just, nothing. There was nothing. No, no, no. Don't he was oh, shorter than I thought he'd be. Went, meant mm, nothing. Mm, mm. Why? Because you know, I like a beefy man. Yeah, but he's not beefy. Like he was. Like I think when I think of beefy, I think of like offensive lineman. Like not necessarily toned, but like just bigger. Like you know, strong, but attractive. Like, yeah, he was toned and big, and I feel like it was like a short thing where it's like if I'm gonna be short, I gotta be super jacked. Yeah, he's at like some point, five six. At some point, you reach this line where it's like, okay, you're you're too big though for your height. Your arms are too big for your height. Like you look like a cartoon character. He was yoked as fuck, and that's kind of what I thought about him. Okay. I remember I was going back and looking through my photos and I'm like, I know there was someone that came in that Steve and I were both so pumped about. And I went back in my photos and I found it. Steve and I collectively probably tied for first with Rick Ross and T.I., when James Vanderbeek of Dawson's oh, Creek. Oh, yeah. the beak. Yes. The beak. Connecticut's own. Will Kane never let the two of us lived this down because James Vanderbeek came in and I don't want to say no one cared, but everyone was just like, okay, cool, whatever. And I Steve so Steve and I were like fangirling in the <laughs> studio and we were like, Will, can you get out of the way and take a photo of Steve and I with James? That is 100% correct. I'm so happy you brought that up. I was so pumped. All I wanted to talk about was Varsity Blues. Oh, um, and, I just want to go, I don't want your laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he he was so cool. Such a cool dude. Yeah, it and, went well. It went well. Yeah, it did. Again, I thought about slipping in my number be like, let's go, margaritas, <laughs> later. Me, you, and Jake Gyllenhaal, let's do it. Meet up in Cheshire. Uh, that would have, wow, I forgot about that. That was awesome. What was he, I forget what he was even promoting at that time. He was publicizing some I remember, internet actually. show. No, it was a show on Viceland, the Diplo show. Oh my God, you're oh, right. Because yeah. right. I watched yeah, the show and was it was Diplo. hilarious. Of course, he's great. Yeah. I mean, he's great. <laughs> Michelle just showed me the picture of, oh, she just showed me another picture just now. She just showed me a picture of you and <laughs> you and her drinking out of the fishbowl. Not not a on brand picture for Saruti. He's making yeah, some face. Yeah, let me face. see this. I mean, I was definitely, really ham- I feel like I was hammered, so. <laughs> We need ha- here's a photo that I have of Rosillo, Davo Swinney, and Willie Cologne wearing a fedora. <laughs> Willie Cologne looks like an Amish person in that picture. Uh, I think he looks like an R&B singer. He looks like Neo's bodyguard. <laughs> okay, oh we got to get Willie Cologne on the pod. We need to. I'll, I'll need text to. him. We got to get him on. Group interview. Willie Cologne. We're going to make it happen. 
All right. One of the most daunting tasks of planning any kind of get-together is the bar. We've all done it. You go to the store. You just start piling things into your cart. Beer, wine, booze, whatever you can find. You're literally guessing at what and how much to get. So wouldn't it be nice if you could just pick up the phone and call someone, have them take care of it for you? And that's exactly what Liquid Spirits' new DIY service does. St. Louis's premier beverage catering service now offers DIY packages. So not only will they take your guest count and create a great supply of your favorite beverages, they can even deliver it to you and it's chilled. How about that? They're going to literally take care of everything for you. So your party's going to be awesome. You're going to look great and pull together and you didn't have to do anything. Minimal effort. So the next time you're planning an event, give the professionals at Liquid Spirits a call. 314-347-7297 or just visit them on Facebook and Instagram at Liquid Spirits STL. So yesterday, before I went to my very low-key birthday dinner, I was prepping for the show, and I had the fantasy marathon that ESPN has on in the background. Mm. Just kind of... Yeah, shout out to Dob. Yeah, he's a celeb. Big time celeb. Secret Squirrel. Big fan. So normally when I prep, I have ESPN on in the background, and I was just like, should I turn this off because I don't play fantasy football? And then the more that I was watching it, I thought, you know what? It's time. And by that I mean... I've been a free agent football fan for a handful of years now since the Rams were so brutally stripped from the city that I love. I've been anti-NFL, and I, I've tried to dabble in different teams, haven't really taken the plunge, and I've never played fantasy football. Back in the day, I, I tried to get in a team, fell asleep during the draft. My boyfriend <laughs> at the time had a draft nice. for me. I forgot to set my roster every week, so I did not play. I didn't mm-hmm. participate, and he was very angry with me because he paid the fee for me to get into his league. But I just couldn't be bothered with it. You know, we talk about sports all the time in my free time. I'm not trying to set a roster. I'm not trying to care. So I thought, you know what, though? Even though I hate the NFL, we have to talk about football for this job, and I need to go all in. So I need to either do a fantasy team where I'm dabbling and investing in certain players Or I need to go all in on some laundry and really, really support a team this year. So I need to pitch it to you guys. What do you think I should do? It's a conundrum. Well, so I'm a 49ers fan, right? Yes. But I feel like as I've worked in sports, my fandom has certainly taken a hit. Like, I just don't care about them as much as I used to. And I kind of like being a fan of nobody and just, like, observing the leagues as they are. Obviously, I'm a huge Magic fan, so that's one thing. But I do like to just observe the NBA, period. I don't I don't think you need a team to like really get into the NFL like especially because the best thing about the NFL is watching red zone right like watching one game sometimes can be super boring but like mm-hmm. when you're watching red zone it's cool so I would probably play fantasy if I were you and that then cuz then you're going to know all the players you're going to really you know, like be into your team you're going to be into like the entire league in general cuz you're going to be rooting for a bunch of different people on different rosters so that's what I would do that's what I was going to say as well. You got to do fantasy. If you, it, it, don't waste your time on trying to become a, like a fake fan yeah. of another team because you're never going to like them, and you know you're just not going to have the history. Yeah, like it's not going to be as as genuine. Because what because what would your process be of picking a team? So I've really gone through this every year. At first, I thought it'll have to be a team in close proximity. The Bears were certainly high on that list. The Packers were certainly in that conversation. I feel like Bears fan. Like, everyone's a Bears fan. You're from Illinois, though, so you could get away with the Bears Bears. thing. I'm from Illinois. I went to Illinois. I already have a lot of orange and blue in my closet. We know my affinity (laughs) for Chicago. But then a lot of people were like, like, you you hate other Chicago sports teams. You hate the Cubs. You hate the Blackhawks. You can't just adopt the Bears. And I thought, okay, fair. Fair. And then the Packers, that appealed to me for several reasons, mostly because they don't have an owner. And obviously I have a problem with NFL owners. And they yeah. were like, it's owned by the fans. Green Bay, that's so your scene. But yeah, you people- could buy some you can buy some equity and be an owner. What's up? <laughs> Get on the list. That, no, that's the NFC team I've always liked for that reason. I love the small town feel. It's amazing. And it's ridiculous that that town has a professional franchise. It's crazy. It's insane. It exists for yeah. this. But people were then chastising me being like, oh, well, of course you jump on with Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest of all times. Like that doesn't really seem like a fair fit mm-hmm. that you could just jump in on a team that that's good and I said okay fine then I thought I really dabbled with the idea of liking the Seahawks and our 49ers because I would love to be a fan of a team that kicks the Rams ass twice a year can't cheer for the Cardinals because they left St. Louis as well even though that was a completely different scenario Mm -hmm. but still if Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick a team I need it to be just remiss of any St. Louis residue. So then I thought, okay, should I just pick one player that I really like, a young player, and say I'm going to be all in on their team? I don't know. I kind of went through different processes. Is it processes? Processes? Maybe you'd say I went through the process. I went through the process. (laughs) I'm trying to (laughs) 
select a team and just it didn't have the same emotional tie for me. I yeah. just couldn't go all in. You're right. You got to do fantasy. That's the way to do it. If you're going to if agree, you're going to pick yeah. one or the other, you got to do fantasy because you're going to like Steve said, you're going to follow the whole league. But uh, I'm not a gambler. There's no motivating like factor. But there's no motivating factor for me. I'm competitive in different ways. Competing at a fake team playing a fake football matchup doesn't it doesn't get to me. It doesn't no, I agree with you. Because I feel like I'm a I even though like you know we obviously all work in sports like I'm bad at being a fantasy person because I just like don't want to check my roster half the time. And I'm it just like, seems whatever. like more work than anything. Yeah. Whereas but, liking one team, you could just lock in on that game every week. I just think you you are an authentic person. You are you really believe in like roots and things like that. And I just don't see you just all of a sudden jumping on a bandwagon of whatever team it is. You know, I just I don't know how. I just can't see you doing that. But that's why I thought the Bears could be the fit. I love Illinois. I'm from St. Louis, but I look at St. Louis personally kind of Is like— Illinois and de- Chicago, I don't like each other, though. It's not like a thing. Yeah, it's a rival way, city. Yeah. Well, Illinois true? is a state and Chicago is a city inside of Illinois, so no, they're not Did, rivals. They no, exist together. No, he meant to say St. Louis. Or Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, right. sorry. Okay, so I'm in a weird position. I look at St. Louis kind of like D.C., like an independent entity, even though it's in Missouri. It's right on the border of Illinois. And I am from Illinois. I love St. Louis. I do not identify with Missouri in any way. Tom knows this. Yeah, I I identify with Missouri, though. Go Mizzou. Go Tigers. Right. I don't actively cheer against Mizzou, but I'm Illinois through and through. If Illinois had a situation where East St. Louis was like Brooklyn and you could live right on the (laughs) banks of Illinois looking into St. Louis and still have it be considered St. Louis, I would do that. I would 100% be on the Illinois side of the river all day, every day. I'm on the ill side all day, every day. That's why people are like, what about the Chiefs? I'm like, I don't identify with Missouri. I can't ride for Kansas City. That seems so foreign to me, where Chicago feels like a second city for me. And the Chiefs are so far away, too. Like, people don't realize how far Kansas City is from St. Louis. But Mahomes is fun. Four hours? Isn't that like the drive to Chicago? Yeah, exactly. It's it's basically an hour less than going to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So it's not the same state, though, is the point. Like, it's not. But you're right on the border. Yeah. I mean, no, it's a stone's throw away. I'm thinking if you're going to pick a team, it should be the Bears. I think that's a good call. But I even think though you I hate the Cubs fantasy. and Blackhawks, yeah, but who cares about that? It's separate. It's a different. It's such a unique situation. You know, like you're a free agent. It's not like there's a St. Louis football team that is a rival of the Bears. You know, even when the Rams were here, they weren't rivals, really, were they? The no, Rams and no, Bears. No. Unless, yeah, unless I'm unaware of that rivalry, then <laughs> don't think that existed. No. So, I think you go that's Bears. A good point. But I lean fantasy and. You don't need to think of it as like, oh, this is like this fake football game that I'm rooting for every week. Think of it more as like uh, strategy. You know, like it's it's a way to look at the league and be like, oh, okay, I like this matchup here. And then you're studying that game. You're learning more about that game. You're like, okay, so I'm going to start this guy this week because I think he's going to score this many points because he's playing this bad defense. Or, oh, I know I'm against, going against a guy that has this quarterback, so I got to make sure that I have. You know, you know I'm going to stop you right there. It already sounds like a lot of work. It. It is, you need to have effort to be good at it. It's not that much. But it's not that much, right. And and for fantasy football, like of all the fantasies, football is the least amount of effort because you can literally check it on Sunday morning, like before the game starts, pretty much. But like do you I rem- check it once a week, really. Do you remember that thing we did at ESPN, that mean machine? Oh, yeah, that's way yeah. too much effort. But I did it one time. Yeah. And every week at like 10 a.m. on Sunday, I'd get the text being like, you are the only one that has not submitted your picks. <laughs> and I'm like... You know, in a cab, going to brunch somewhere or yeah. something. I'm like, yeah, it's way I'm too not, much effort. I'm not going to send you just my give bed. me the home, the, the home. Just take my fifty bucks and call it a wash. <laughs> this is too much for me. Yeah, I would just say, yeah, just uh, whatever Kevin Winter picked, just put it down for me. <laughs> yeah, so you know what I mean. Even that, where my money was on the line, and it was internally, I should have been competitive with my coworkers. I forgot to do it, and really couldn't care less. Yeah. So that's why I just, I think if I. Take the fantasy uh, approach while it's better. I I think I'll give up on that faster I than I would a team. If Interesting. I just, if I see you like on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever with like Bears gear on, like you know <laughs> Bear Down and at like Soldier or whatever it's called now. Bear Down Chicago Bears. I just they're the pride and joy of Illinois. I would, I, listen, you can <laughs> be a Bears fan, and I have the full right within my powers to make fun of you all the time. Fair because I just feel fair. like it would be so lame. It is a little inauthentic. But like, what all am of a sudden, I you're, to you're do? a big Bears person. 
I don't have a team, guys. So I, I guess you could do the thing where you root for Illini in the NFL, but it's not really a fruitful pro who's the best, feeder system who's, right yeah, now. Who's the best Illinois dude in the league right now? <laughs> right root now? Team. Root for that team. Probably some special no. teamers. Oh, my God. I didn't even Google it. I mean, we used to have Vontae Davis, Michael Ullman, Alan Newey was there. Richard Mendenhall was in the league for Devontae a minute. Vontae Davis literally quit at halftime of a game, so he's probably not the one you want to support. <laughs> Mendenhall also Mendenhall retired also, early, too. Yeah. But you know what? Now he's, a writer, now he's a writer for Baller, so what's up? <laughs> so true. Great show, want a, want a Super Bowl, preserve his body. Hold on. Michelle's on the case here. She's going to figure out who the Corey best Legit, current. Whitney Merciless. Oh, my oh, God. Whitney I Merciless. forgot okay. about yeah. Whitney Merciless and Corey Legit. Yep. Geronimo Allison. Oh, okay. Yeah. Packers receiver, right? Well, who, who does he play for now? I don't there know. There aren't a lot of them. I'm going to be honest with you. Geronimo Allison. I totally is forgot one of the best about names. Merciless. He's, he's well, well, always. So fun. you should be a Texans fan. There you go. Ugh, Steve, after a Houston experience. Yeah, well. Yeah, and it's a new franchise, too. I don't like people that are Texans fans. Just I just, like, the Rams fan. are at the dead-ass bottom of the list. The Texans are for Remember when on Russell and Canelli used to do top five, bottom three? Texans are bottom three. Huh. Well, listen, Geronimo Allison is a Packer, so maybe this you means go. you should be a Packers fan. All right. Corey Legit seems to be the best player, is currently a free agent. So that's not a good thing. <laughs> he's so good, he's not so, even on a team. You're like, he's actually really good. Doesn't have a team. That's, right that's now? pretty much telling you that you shouldn't pick a team. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. How about when Lovey Smith gets fired, you follow him to whatatever NFL franchise hires what him? In Illinois. As, like, Didn't uh, they used to be good at sports? Ooh. How much time do you have? Buckle in. <laughs> I mean, man. I, let me tell you, all right, when I was in college, my freshman year of college, Illinois went to the national championship game in basketball. My senior year, they were in the Rose Bowl. They got whooped by USC. John David Booty, remember that guy? Yeah, they got beat by that guy. JDB. Whatever. John David Booty. Wow. Yeah, remember him? I do. Since then, it has been a free fall from not only relevancy to mediocrity into the basement, but a struggle to get back since and it's literally the biggest sports mystery of my life why illinois cannot be good in sports you have chicago as a breeding if you just get five kids from chicago to play on your basketball team you're gonna be great every year that's it five of those top guys instead of them going to kentucky or louisville or wherever else they're getting duffel bags keep them in house and you're gonna be good as far well, as you start being a donor, uh, honestly, I don't have enough <laughs> coin or else I would have been slipping envelope. I would have been shaking a lot of hands, Steve, <laughs> a lot of hands. They have great facilities. It's a great school. It was the number one party school when I was there. It's halfway between St. Louis and Chicago. I mean, there is no reason on earth why Iowa or Northwestern, for God's sake, or any of these other. I mean, Wisconsin is a great school and a great town. And they have great athletes in Wisconsin. There are certain schools in the Big Ten. You know Michigan's going to be great. You know Ohio State's going to be great. You know Wisconsin's going to be great. There's no reason that Northwestern or Iowa or all of these other teams should be better than Illinois. None, ever. (laughs) Taking a shot at the Hawkeyes. I'm just saying. (laughs) They get the whole state of Iowa on their side. Okay, sure. (laughs) But the talent coming out of Chicago alone should make Illinois competitive every year. That's a good point. Iowa's got that corn strength, though. Talk to your boy Lovey. That's all we're saying. I don't know. I need to I think talk you to answered Lovey. the question. Illinois just needs to step up with those bags and those envelopes. You got all these other schools that are great. It's because they're corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois is yeah, not corrupt just need enough. To cheat more. Yeah, figure it out. Like that. I'm a BC fan. We suck at everything. It's because we're like we don't even let athletes in if they do, if they have bad grades. Like we're never going to be win anything if they don't have above a B minus. They don't get into BC. It's BS. BC, more like BS, am I right? (laughs) When Illinois went to the national championship game, they lost to UNC, biggest sports tragedy of my life. Yeah, but they were cheating the whole time, and no one cares. Exactly. If Illinois got popped cheating, they'd be like, oh. I mean, look at Mizzou. Mizzou complied, and it was a rogue tutor, and they got smashed. Right. Illinois would get torched if they got busted cheating. You guys aren't earners. You got to earn. That's what it is. They should be earners. They should be. There's no reason they shouldn't be earners. I mean, God, that basketball team was so fun. Really that fun, was the, yeah. my it favorite was, yeah. sports team I've ever been a part of, ever. Well, I don't know. This Blues team was, once I get it a was, little bit was, more separation. It was D. Brown, obviously Darren Williams. Luther Head. Williams, I still don't know. James yet. Augustine. Did Aaron Brooks? The Rev, play, no. Raj Bell. That wasn't Aaron Brooks, right? Aaron no. Brooks, no. Oregon? No. Yeah, no, sorry. Luther Head was the guy I was thinking of. Luther yeah. Head was awesome. Oh, my God. D. Brown was so fun. Darren Williams was, like, so fun to watch. 
unbelievable, but D. Brown was the personality. That team not only should have won that game, they should have been able to carry that into Illinois building something amazing. And it just, you know, they were decent for a while. It just never happened. And now I'm depressed. And it's Bruce Weber's fault. He didn't no, cheat it's enough. Bill Self's fault. He should have stayed. <laughs> then it's Bruce Weber's fault for not cheating enough. That's what I'm saying. Love yeah. Bruce Weber. What a nice guy. Mm, not a cheater. Used to see him at Custard Cup. Custard Cup. Okay, is that an ice cream place? You know what? Or a custard place, you I'd deduce say? correctly. Yeah. It's custard <laughs> and a cup. What a guess. <laughs> what a guess. <laughs> This guy. It's an ice cream family. <laughs> yes. past you. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Great holiday parties. There's only two ingredients that you really need: a well-decorated tree and a great bar. So let St. Louis's premier beverage catering service help. Liquid Spirits can bring everything you need for a great bar right to your office, home, or venue. And the best part. You get to let their bartenders cut off that guest who's a little sloppy. They may have been celebrating a little too much, a little overserved. You don't have to do it. You don't have to be the bad guy. So let Liquid Spirits do it for you. If you mention us, mention Small Talk, you can get a free package upgrade. I mean, how about that? Those holiday parties, they always creep up on you. So give Liquid Spirits a call. Get ahead of the game. You can call them at 314-347-7297. Start planning that epic holiday party now. You can also check them out online. Facebook and Instagram at Liquid Spirits STL or follow them on Twitter at Spirits Liquid. All right, it's that time of the podcast. Your favorite, the reviews. Head over to Apple Podcasts, search for Small Talk, find it, click on it, subscribe to it, rate it, preferably five stars, and leave a review. Like this person, Mario's Peach, who says, newly obsessed, five stars. I have forced every human close to me to listen to this pod. My boyfriend initially thought I was overreacting to how amazing this pod was. Now he's listening at work. Thank you, Freeze Pops Michelle and the CT Italian for making my drives to work, <laughs> doing dishes, and other mindless tasks that much more mindless. LGB. The CT Italian? <laughs> <laughs> have we ever called him that? Or did she just sort of come know. up with that on her own? I love it, though. <laughs> As if he's the singular Connecticut the Italian guy. Italian. Steve Cerruti himself. Classic. I'm calling him that from now C-T- on. You know, <laughs> Steve for sure doesn't listen to us do these reviews, no. so he'll have no idea where that's coming from. Ah, the CT Italian. What's going on, Steve? That's how I'm going to do my intro next week. Please do. <laughs> when you're like, Tom, how's it going? I'm like, you know what? How's our friend Steve doing? The CT Italian. Hey. <laughs> Don't do it in that voice. Please, for the love of God. What a great nickname. CT Italian. Well, thank you, Mario's Peach, for that. Mario's Peach, also a great name for a reviewer. Because you can, like, write your own review name in, I think. Yeah. Mario's Peach. I like it. I love it. Really good stuff. Good review. appreciate you. Next one, Missing STL. Five stars. Move from STL is the... Missing STL is the name. Move from STL is the title. Okay. Five stars. Here's the review. Great show. I listened to Bernie and Michelle to keep up on all STL sports since I moved to Indian Wells in California and kept hearing the ad. Fun to hear the banter, and it makes me miss St. Louis even more. Keep it up. I lived in Soulard for a while, and Freeze Pops keeps me updated. There we go. Wow. So we're like kind of like his slice of home out there. That's cool. Which is actually hilarious considering... You're from Boston, Steve's from Connecticut. <laughs> the CT Italian. The CT Italian, excuse me, my bad. But yeah, I mean, this is certainly St. Louis leaning, yeah. this podcast. Well, it seems like he listens to our radio show podcast, yeah. which led him to this podcast. So he's getting just like an overload of St. Louis podcasts in his ears. And I, I love that. That's what we want. Load it up. Congrats on the move, but you know, we miss you. Even though I don't know you, we miss you. The crown jewel of the Midwest, St. Louis, misses you. Right? Crown Jewel of the Midwest, St. Louis? Wisconsin certainly has an argument, but you know I love St. Louis. Crown Jewel. The gateway to the West. The gateway to the West is correct. But, you know, the more I talk to people, I've never met anyone I disliked from the state of Wisconsin, and I don't know anyone that's had a bad time in Wisconsin. I've never been to Wisconsin. What? I don't think. You got to get to Wisconsin, Yeah, I want to go to Madison. I have to go there. Madison? I want to go to Green Bay, too. I also want to go to Milwaukee. I want to go to Wisconsin. Maybe I'll do a week off and just go to Wisconsin. You should totally work in Lake Geneva. Okay. Beautiful. There's a lot to do in Wisconsin, clearly. It's great. A lot of cheese. A lot, lot of beer. Of, they have che- oh, my God. They're cheese curds. It's deep fried cheese. Yeah. It's like Fun. a mozzarella stick, but on steroids and more easy to just pop in. I love cheese curds, but I've never had Wisconsin cheese oh, curds. So got sure to get there. You got to get it. In. All right. 
going to Wisconsin. <laughs> Done. You should actually do that in the fall. You should make that a trip. Yeah, I'll do I'll do a fall trip up to Wisconsin. How far is it? Well, I drove to Milwaukee when I ran my half marathon there, and I think it was seven hours. Okay, that's doable. So anything north of that. Okay. It's going to be. But in Milwaukee, seven hours is really far. And Milwaukee is close to Chicago, so let's see. We'll just do St. Louis to Madison. See, you're, like we've talked about in this podcast, you're a Midwesterner, so like that type oh, of... Oh, it's only five and a half hours to Madison. See, that is far. That's really far. No, that's five and a half? <laughs> that's a far drive. I, I mean, I'm used to the New England everything within two hours. So. Oh, wait, I lied. To Milwaukee's five and a half hours. Okay. Oh, I think I got caught in traffic. That's why it was so uh, late. Chicago traffic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, five and a, five hours is nothing. I, I'm, I'll probably do it, but it is far. I just want to state for the record. Five-hour drive is far. See, I think anything over five is far. I've done St. Louis to Chicago. Chicago to St. Louis. Or what's that Kanye line? Kanye raps about St. Louis. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> yes. He's got love for the Lou, even though he's from it's the It's on thir- 30 hours. Oh. Yeah, in 30 hours, he does a song about dating this girl and making the drive back and forth. 30 hours. That's a good song. That's an underrated song from that album. One of the best. I'm going to play it now for the peeps. Chicago, St. Louis, St. Louis to Chicago. Underlay, underlay, E-I, E-I, uh-oh. You had me driving fire, enough to switch the time zone. You was the best of all time at the time, though. Ah, okay. Chicago to St. Louis, St. Louis to Chicago. There you go. Although the time zone doesn't switch. He took some poetic license there. Just saying. Yay. But you know what? He redeemed himself with the Nelly reference. <laughs> no, it's all good stuff. I love Kanye. I'm so biased, though. You know, he's had his moments where I don't love him. I support my guy. I got to support my guy. <laughs> I'm always there for him. But we... Uh... He's like my J-May. Yay is my J-May. Yay is your J-May? Yay is my J-May. No way. Yeah. Throw on some yay. No way. <laughs> yay is your J-May? No way. Way. <laughs> I hate us. We have to end this right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's clearly getting late here. We we need to We need to stop this before people don't listen to this podcast anymore. Yeah, no one's going to show up at our next podcast <laughs> meetup. All right. Well, thank you to Steve. Thank you to Tom. Thank you for listening. We will be back in action next week. But until then, good night, Boston. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.